DJ Crumble on the beat. Flipping out radio. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Uh, we all need a lesson in sensitivity. <laughs> That's not New Jersey. We should respect others' opinions. We should respect uh, constructive discussion and debate. And that part I did see and I don't like. And I don't think we should feel good about that. As you can see, I'm, uh, I'm uh, low on the gas tank on the voice side. Perfectly legal. From all the So Mike and I have some beers. We're hanging out on Front Porch Studios in Bloomfield, New Jersey. And we're going to have a female on the show today. And since one of the major topics at hand, both on my mind and in the world of news and content and broadcasting and discussion and what have you, is this Astros sign-stealing scandal. Probably, I'm going to go ahead and say not probably, but definitely the biggest scandal to rock baseball since the 1919 Black Sox scandal. And uh, to have it happen 100 years on the dot basically is just creepy and weird. But, I mean, anyway, I digress. Uh, the Astros sign-stealing scandal, the, the I can't thing? even say it, that somehow has ensnared the Mets now and fucked their season, despite the fact that the it biggest... has nothing to fucking do with them. Do you, uh, How... Do you think it's like it dwarfs all of the other scandals Major League Baseball has had? Like, fucking it's much bigger. See, I think it's a much bigger deal than steroids. Steroids, fucking Pete Rose, <laughs> black people. <laughs> it's fucked up. I think black people might be a big one. Well, I think it's fucked up that Pete Rose got banned, and that these guys yeah. are like suspended a year. I mean, like he may have bet on his own team. And meanwhile, these yeah. guys were stealing. They were literally trying to figure out when they were throwing a changeup and hitting a trash can. The black people stuff. But what's the? What do you say? You're saying when they were banned from the game? Yeah, that whole thing. Well, I mean, you know, but then you're opening up a whole can of worms because it's like society in general, not just baseball. Yeah, but I mean, like, pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is it baseball's? Answer, a story to answer for? You know what but I mean? But it was like, like a whole different because they had like a separate league and stuff, and they had to have, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's sort of proxy to the fact that they had separate water fountains, too, and separate schools and yeah. separate buses and sit in the back and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, are we really litigating that whole thing along the lines of baseball? No, but it was still I mean, it was still pretty bad. I, you know, it, it's hard to disagree. In fact, I don't disagree. It's, it's, I just like I like that baseball has a good sign. I have no idea if Jim Crow threw a good slider. It could be. Or if the Astros would have stolen like his that. sign. Jim Crow is legitimately a good name for, for a relief pitcher. I could see yeah. Jim Crow He's coming in, good Jim sinker Crow. baller, bring him in in yeah. the seventh inning. Yeah. He's probably pretty intimidating. <laughs> He's not very nice. Yeah. And that, but in saying that, I'm not saying... Him pitching in Atlanta I might be not, problematic. I'm not voicing support for Jim Crow. I'm just simply saying... The hypothetical pitcher the name, named Jim Crow. The name is would be that of a good pitcher. I do like that kind of thing, actually, how there's certain names that just go well for whatever the given context is. Um... You know, you, you hear a name like uh, there was some kid. Uh, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but like this this kid on the news, they have this thing that's like be a junior um, bull rider. You know, like basically those bull riding competitions where you just try to ride the bucking yeah. bull for as long as you can and people legitimately get stomped to death or, yeah. or kicked in the head and die doing this thing. Well, I guess little kids that aspire to do that, they ride uh, lambs around little pens and you know like hold on for as long as they can that, uh, to the to the lamp that i i gotta fucking see that so this kid they were doing it on national tv and he was like you know a wannabe cowboy this kid his name was like jackson uh rumson or something like that i was like you know that what what else are you going to be in your life other than a cowboy when your name gotta, is jackson gotta, whatever it is rudolph get a, get a look at this yeah so i think it's like uh should I say sheep? 
instead of lamb. I never know exactly what you're supposed to say with that whole thing. I don't know. I just know the meat is mutton. But there's lamb, there's sheep. I don't think it's a ram. That would be pretty tough. Kids riding limbs. Uh, mutton busting. Yeah, that's what that's they call it. Mutton busting. Yeah, mutton busting. All right, let's take a look. You're looking at it now? I'm going to watch some mutton busting. <sighs> mutton busting. Tell you what. This is not easy. Ridiculous. Yeah, hey, we're fixing to strap these kids to farm animals and call it entertainment. Mutton <laughs> busting is the starting kids in rodeo. They started with us, too. When I was six, I was like, the mutton busting girls, you know, we'll get fight. They said it was something crazy to do. Wow. She's this wild child, gun-ho kid. There's a lot of little girls that ride sheep, and they're good little riders. Are you scared? It's... <laughs> These kids are getting trampled. But it looks so gentle. It does, but at the same time, you know it's not. I mean, these these really. I don't know how, but how fast does a fucking sheep go? Well, I mean, but imagine if you're like eighty pounds. You know, that's a pretty significant yeah amount I, of weight that's uh, that's hitting you or knocking you down yeah, or whatever. I feel be. like how fast can a fucking sheep go? And then under normal circumstances, and then how fast can a fucking sheep go when it's got a child on its back? Like it looked like they were just like like fucking. Slowly, just kind of like get dragging down to the ground. Whereas, like with bull, like bull riding, you see them and they're getting like fucking whipped yeah. to the ground. Yeah. Oh, Katie's here. Our, our guest is oh, fantastic. Uh, so you're saying you're not that impressed with the mutton busting? It looks very adorable. Yeah. Well, it does kind of look adorable, but at it the same adorable. time, um, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily want to get involved with it. Uh, so yeah, mutton busting. Uh, what other sports were we talking about? Baseball, before we were so rudely interrupted by the uh, arrival of, of Katie, who will be with us in any any moment now. Uh, but yeah, so we're drinking some beers. I'm having a Stella. You're having one of these IPAs. Yeah. I'm not really a big IPA guy. Is it good? I, I haven't tried it. Still doing the coffee. I'm letting it, uh, you know, approach uh, room temperature a little more. Mm -hmm. Which is something you'd rather it be? Yeah, with uh, with um, like ales, uh, you can, you drink them a, a little bit warmer. So like you let it sit in the glass for a little bit. Mm. Makes sense, I guess. So it lets it aerate. Yeah. Yeah. How's the coffee? Good. You know, it's Dunkin'. Yeah. I, and you're a, you're a Dunkin' guy though. You no, prefer I'm not? Oh, you're a Starbucks guy. Uh, I mean, neither. If I have the cho you know the choice, right? Um, but uh, cat. Um, but um. I generally try to avoid Dunkin'. I don't know. It just there, it just feel. I don't know if it's the the foam cup or, or what. But yeah, it, the foam cup makes a difference. It feels like I'm drinking gas station coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the foam cup. Um, so anyway, with the whole Beltron thing and the and the Astros sign stealing and you know everything that that falls under that category, um, without getting into too much specifics. I really think, like, Beltron is getting fucked in this whole thing. I feel like he is totally the fall guy for every aspect of the quote-unquote players that were involved in this. Yeah. And the report that the commissioner put out throws his name out there, doesn't explicitly connect the dots, but kind of lets inquiring minds consider the fact that he could have been the one that said oh you know well, we could take it to the level we have a camera you know he maybe he was the one who said it um maybe he was just somebody who said you know what we got to do a better job of being on top of guys tipping pitches or you know guys not covering their signs well when we have a runner on second base or whatever it may be i mean knowing what we know about carlos beltran and the fact that openly and publicly it was like a well-known thing that that was supposedly one of his areas of expertise. It's certainly possible that it's not a coincidence that his name would be on that report, but that it doesn't necessarily translate to him being the guy behind the camera. And all I think about it is that maybe he does deserve what he's getting, and maybe he did have a totally instrumental role in the camera. But that wasn't explicitly pointed out in the report, and I think that's pretty fucked because we're talking about a guy who, look, all things considered, he's still got his money, he's still got his family, guy had a great career, you know, he doesn't have to be a manager. But in terms of his reputation for the rest of his life, he's going to be looked at as a cheater. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair based off what we got. 
And I don't think it's necessarily fair that there isn't any other player that it seems like is going to face the music for what went on in Houston and possibly other uh, teams as well. Wait, is it today we get like a lifetime ban? I thought there were a couple of those. Uh, no. I mean, the the manager of the Astros, um, Alex Cora, who was their bench coach and then became the Red Sox yeah. manager, and the GM for the Astros all got suspended for a year. Okay. And then got fired. Um, you know, it's, I guess, up to anybody's crystal ball whether or not they'll work in baseball again. I'm sure they will. Um, yeah, it probably depends. But, I mean, again, I don't know if Beltron will. I mean, I think if they want to, they will. But think about it. Why would Beltron? If, in other words, if you're hiring somebody who he's got no track record as a manager, yeah, um, there's really no reason to stick your neck out for him. Like Cora won a World Series, right? Yeah. Uh, Hinch won a World Series, won two pennants. Yeah, but I mean, look, like there are a lot of jobs in baseball. Like there, you're saying shit. other than manager, other than manager of a major league baseball team, like that is a sliver. Of the things you can do in Major League Baseball, so right. if he wants, if he wants to be involved in baseball, and I mean, he's got a, he knows enough people involved in the sport that he'll, he would wind up somewhere, you know, with the fucking, who the, you know, the Mets fucking uh, single A team doing whatever, you know, uh, just a million different jobs to you creep you back into the uh, the league, and then all of a sudden. You know, five years from now. Yeah, I don't know. Are. I don't know. Um, I think he could, if, if he wanted to. I'm not saying he's going to, you know, be a, a candidate for, like, a, a prime spot, but... I think this is a bigger deal than you might think, though, because, like, when you think about it, this is such a bigger deal than, like, for example, even the steroids thing. Like, somebody I was talking to made a comparison to uh, Mark McGuire. But there are... There are and I've said, seen you know, it. McGuire became a hitting coach, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, but you know what? I've, steroids is a much, I've much seen, smaller deal I've than stealing signs I've seen so like many this. people... Like, a lot of the sentiment that I've seen on social media is, why is Beltran getting hosed? So, that what that tells me is that it's already kind of out there in the atmosphere mm-hmm. that it's acceptable... It's an acceptable opinion to say... He should still have a job in Major League Baseball. By the Ergo, way, how do you feel about that? Where Where do you? Because you're a Mets fan. Yeah, fucking let him stick around, dude. I'm I'm an NFL fan. They you you could fucking like shoot somebody and you get like five games. Like you know you know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah. But so in other words, the sign stealing thing even doesn't bother you that much. I mean, you know, it's obviously illegal. You get caught. You're in trouble. But like that, I almost feel like shit like this is just part of what makes baseball great is that we have this scandal going mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. like part of baseball is the scandals at right, this point right they happen you know once every decade i don't think you're necessarily so. wrong i just think that what's really bad about this one is the the intensity with which it affects the on-field product in other yeah. words um you can have a theoretical discussion about whether or not uh kids would have known like if, if the household name would have been Josh Gibson if not instead of Babe Ruth if not for the fact that the Negro Leagues kept black players from playing in MLB you could have that theoretical discussion yeah. you could have the theoretical discussion that if not for Greenies Mickey Mantle never would have been the player that he was yeah. bouncing back from a night out on the town every day uh, you could have the theoretical discussion that steroids created in every single way, Jose Canseco and made Mark McGuire more than he would have been. Um, there's very little theoretical about the fact that they apparently could like eliminate somebody's changeup and would be able to just kind of sit on pitches in their home ballpark and probably it's not an exaggeration to say like ruin some people's careers. Like kids who got called up for one start give up seven fucking runs and two and three you know, or two and uh, two thirds frames, and back to the minors, never again, because these guys cheated. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing that I was talking to somebody about it last night, and I said it's almost surprising to me in this day and age, given what we've seen by and large from the modern professional athlete, that somebody didn't speak up sooner. Because I feel like so many of them consider themselves more like along the lines of independent contractors that. 
it's all about your money and you got to respect the guy next to you that's trying to do what he needs to for the money and that's why like nobody really makes a big deal about holdouts or like you know like trying to battle through arbitration in baseball for your right or earnings or whatever and of course you know then jessica mendoza who like weirdly works for the mets and espn said it was like a snitch move or whatever that fires came out i mean i i well i i it's not like i'm one of these people that's going to go ahead and celebrate fires yeah but um i don't actually hate what happened here because i mean i'd rather know yeah i honestly i just like it because i i i i love a good baseball scandal right it's just entertain like if baseball it, like you agree it's the biggest stuff. one since the black Sox? um <clears throat> Roids are probably pretty big. Um, but see, that's to me, like, I hate that one because it's like plenty of pitchers were fucking roiding. Uh, and the, you know, you're talking about just basically the, pushing the peaks of physical performance and, and weight training and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's significant, but it's not as significant as stuff that's like no, no, directly I don't, I don't affecting on-field product. I don't think the action... The, I don't think the action You're just is, talking about the story behind the it. The story behind it and how, like, widespread it, it fucking wound up being. Um, I wonder how widespread this sign stealing shit is. I mean, I think it's like, I think every professional sports team is engaging in some kind of shady shit to some degree. Some sort of duplicitous, get, clandestine, yeah. yeah, shenanigans, yeah, machinations. Like, I would not be chicanery. I would not be shocked if, yeah, this was <sighs> reasonably me. widespread. The sign stealing thing specifically, uh, like different, I guess, different variations of. Yeah. It. Uh, I don't think so either. I mean, you know, that's why, and I said, again, because clearly I've been talking about this a lot. One of the things that makes me think that is the fact that nobody else has said anything. Yeah. Somebody almost had to take it upon themselves to be the Jose Canseco of the issue and, and put their name on it when it was very widespread, in my opinion, or else it would have come out sooner. I and mean, maybe the Astros took it to another fucking level. That's where I think the buzzers thing might still come out. The buzzers thing might be proven, or or basically become like yeah. proven but not proven. Because I mean, you know, it wouldn't it it wouldn't take much to just have you know someone's girlfriend sit in the front row at every game, right, with a, a fucking cell phone out, and yeah, it doesn't give you an in-game feedback, but it gives you. You know, now we have every fucking sign right. from whoever right. that we fit. And especially against division opponents, division opponents the amount yeah. of times you're going to face them sure. over a year. Or even maybe over the course of a game. Yeah. You, know, you send somebody a video of one at bat. Yeah. And then you say, here you go. Yeah. And then whatever. And you start translating that in the seventh inning or whatever it may be. You eliminate the uh, change up. Yeah. Or you know exactly when it's coming. And, you know. It's, yeah. uh, I don't. I certainly don't doubt that there's a lot of shit going. Like the same way, there are probably a shitload of players gambling and betting on fucking games and doing shit now that you just don't know about because they haven't, you know, for whatever reason, hasn't gotten outed. Well, you mean and then like also purposefully losing or something, like throwing games or shaving points. I mean, just in in general, like it's like, you know, and it's like when they do a big child, like uh, you know, child porn bust. Mm-hmm. You know, you know it's out there. Among the populace. But, like, they're only nailing a few people. When they nail people, they only get a few. I know. That's almost, that's, like, almost, like, the worst part of it. So, is, is so that, there are more. That particular story, yeah. the child porn one, every time they have a bust, right, they're like, this was yeah. part of a six-month investigation, whatever. And they might have busted, like, 30 yeah. people. Yeah. And it's like, so you, but damn, you know, imagine how many people are out there. And you know there are a lot more, you know, child pedos out there. Yeah. So, same and thing. And I read so some bust- thing about, like, where the human trafficking fund or whatever, the, the human trafficking anti-that uh, thing, foundation, Yeah. said that now there's, like, potentially just as many um, child porn images on the regular web as there is on the dark web. And I was Jesus. like, wait, what the fuck? And I, I, I kind of was reading it as them saying it's almost like they can't even fight against it anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it's the fucking sick. internet. Yeah, it's just impossible. Uh, but so if you apply that logic to, like, fucking gambling or something like that, or, like, steroids or whatever, then, yeah, there's, there's more out there. Yeah. Um, with the gambling, I think it's interesting. Um, 
because like because of the age group that's coming up, they now have access to all of these like online betting apps and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I honestly would like it, you would almost think that there might be a proliferation of even more of it with guys using those. You're talking about players that are involved in the game. Yeah, because it used it to themselves. be. Yeah, it used to be to bet on sports. You needed like a bookie and stuff like that. You know, there was. You had to. Right. You had to go out of your way to do it. Yeah. Now I, I was out with uh, last weekend the uh, the kids I used to coach in high school football. They're all in their mid twenties now. They're all. We were watching the the playoff games. They were all betting on their phones. Mm. Fucking betting. You ever on, done that? No, I don't do any of that shit. I just made a bet. Uh, the the most recent round of the playoffs uh, during the divisional round. I bet the, a futures bet on the Vikings. Yeah, and they're, they're doing like prop bets on, they individual, lost right away. on individual plays and shit like that. Wow. So with I'm that, not involved to that extent. With that in mind, you can see how if you have a generation of young sure. guys who are like fucking, that they're addicted to it, some of those guys are going to be pro athletes. And when you can start fucking betting on shit like is so-and-so going to throw a touchdown pass on the next play or whatever? Or is so-and-so going to score? Like, now you could really start being like... Yeah, and it's all pretty weird, that's for sure. The, the, the immediacy of the effect on that and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I would I not still be... feel like the money's big enough, though, that I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. But I think... Your with... salary, I mean. But... Yeah, but you're Knowing not... Knowing that you're totally you're not done, looking that at that precedent is... Exp- you're not you looking know. at it from the mind of a gambler. That's fair. They fucking get they. You're saying the, if they're so addicted the, to the it, ru- that. yeah the the bet. I should make a really good movie. The bet is the rush. Yeah. Um. So I think I would not be shocked if at some point in like the next reasonable amount of years there was some sort of large scale professional sports like betting scandal mm. with these apps involved. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Like just any, because you can you can bet on literally anything that goes on in the fucking game. Right. So there's just just too much temptation to. Because then you can do it under the justification that well I wasn't throwing the game I was just doing something on a single play. Right. For a certain you know. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Much harder to prove. Much harder to figure out. And and morally you could kind of justify it as well. Uh, it's easier to tell yourself that I'm all right. I'll, all right, I'll flub one. You know, oh, one you're play, saying from their, yeah. from their perspective, yeah, as an athlete, oh, yeah. from an athlete's yeah. perspective, yeah, for sure, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it would have to be somebody who, like you said, had, had a major degenerate gambling problem. But um, there's no shortage of those. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't get it. I've never like I've never uh, on anything like I, I I'm more of a a table game I've, guy. So I've got, I've got the cas- like I'm not against going to the casino and hanging poker. out and playing a little bit. Like I don't have an issue with that. Um, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I it's just like, but you're not into the gambling not, part of it. I'm not into I'm not into the games enough to justify losing money on it. Yeah. I guess is the, yeah. the way to put so it. So betting like, uh, specifically on ga- that the gate like because I'm not so into gambling, sports betting either. Uh, gambling doesn't titillate me to the point where. I, I want to do it. Including, like, like card games and dice yeah, and stuff like, like that. Yeah, like, it just yeah. doesn't fucking... Like, if if so like, as a novelty, if someone's like, hey, I want to go to the casino, oh, right. yeah, sure. Right. Because I never no, fucking No, I mean, go. look, I kicked the bug pretty easy. I'll put it to you that way. But there was a time yeah. when I would be more than willing to, to really? you know, spend some money on blackjack or... No shit. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it, even to this day. Um, really? But, yeah, I mean, I had a come-to-Jesus moment when I was, I want to say, I don't know. 1920 or something like that i'd spent the summer uh working and you know making some money yeah had money in the bank account to go back down to school and you know had my own house i believe that year and was looking forward to it and all that kind of stuff and i went to atlantic city with my cousin appleseed who's been on this show many many time and my uncle um who lives up in canada but always wanted to go to ac when he came down because he's a big gambler and, you know, not like in a degenerate way, but just he likes it. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. he's responsible with it, but he likes it. So they had gotten me into craps. And yeah. I really love craps. Craps is a great game. It's basically just dice. But it's very fun because it's a game that in the casino gives you an element that you don't really normally get. It's very social. It's very yeah. high energy. Um, it's kind of fast. 
it's it's pretty exciting. You know what I mean? It's just a yeah. fun game to play. So, and you can make a lot of money when things are going your way. So I quickly, very quickly, in this particular instance, lost money that I had no business losing. I think, again, I was probably 18, 19, some odd years, and I lost like 750 bucks in the span of... By the way, I've always been confused when I've observed a, a craps table because there are people putting bets down all over, and it looks like just completely unorganized yeah. mayhem. yeah. How do they keep track of who is betting what and who, so, who gets what after each round? First of all, I'll tell you this much. They don't always get it right. Yeah. And I've gotten paid accidentally and then also sort of not so accidentally because yeah. you can get hooked up if you tip those dealers. Yeah. And they can, like, th there's a certain amount of mistakes that are sort of allowed yeah. and that just happen anyway. Yeah. But they make mistakes for you sometimes because yeah. those guys are pretty fucking fast. And they've just got the three different guys that are sort of running, or, or, or girls, that are running that table. And the two, I don't know the terms. It's like croupier or something like that. And then there's the actual dealer or the stick man or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. And um, they're just doing their best to keep an eye on everything. And and when they say, um, you know, bets are closed, they strictly yeah. enforce that to the so point when you, where... So when you put your money down, like, like how are you making your bet? Because, like, how, there's I'll no fucking... It it's you. like you couldn't verbally yell it out and have them remember everybody's fucking bet. Okay, so, it, so in, a, in terms of how does your bet get processed, you yeah. have to put it down. Yeah. And, yeah, if you yell it out and yeah. you tell them where it is, again... It sounds fucking stupid, but so it, you just shout it and point to your shit, and they're like, "Okay, I got it." Yeah, because it's almost like one of those things where um, it becomes a judgment call to a, to an extent where if you keep doing it way too close to the point where they're about to close shit down and the guy's about to throw the dice, yeah, the pit boss will come over to you and be like, "Look, you can't keep doing that. Like, you got to make your bet sooner than that. Like, we, yeah. we have no problem you making those bets, but you just have to, you know, basically make." tell us sooner what you're doing. You know what I mean? We'll give you time, but, you know, just don't shout it at the last second or else we might miss it. You know, we can't necessarily pay you if, if we don't hear you say the best. I see. You know what I mean? Like, it's all a very formal process, but, um, and it's all based off them covering their ass. Because first of all, it's 2020. Everything's on video anyway, yeah. but especially in a casino. And they kind of honor the, <coughs> the system of if the bet came in before that person threw the dice and if the person says okay like the, yeah. the dealer says i heard you okay you're good but it. um it can be a little bit chaotic but i mean there's also a lot of bets on the table that are a lot more basic than all those other weird ones that people are throwing little bucks and dollars and five dollars down and stuff like yeah. that and uh that's established well ahead of the time so because, um, like, really, the main point of it is you're trying to hit a certain number yeah. on the dice and get paid off that. But there's all these other little bets you can make, too. Like, that a 10 is going to come up with two fives, or that a 12 is going to come up with two sixes, or that snake eyes is going to come up, or whatever it may be. And those are just, like, kind of, like, prop bets, to your point, of, yeah. of the whole prop bet phenomenon. And uh, those can be fun, but... Not as many people are betting, like, big money on those. They're sort of like, eh, I'm bored while I'm waiting to see if this main point is going to hit. I'm going to throw five bucks on Snake Eyes or so something you, like that. So you only win the bet if you hit a specific number? So the way it starts is if there's nothing established yet, and the, you'll see the, the like, hockey puck-looking thing on the crafts table. Yeah. That on the one side is black and says off in white letters. On the other side, it's white and says on in black letters. Yeah. If it's off, the point hasn't been established yet. And at that point, you can get paid off um, when a seven comes up. Yeah. Or uh, there's another number, too, that when it comes up. Again, I haven't played craps in a long time. Yeah. But seven is one of them that when it comes up, you get, you basically get paid off the money that you put down on the pass line, which is the main little, like, ring around the entire table. It's called okay. the pass line. And when the seven comes up, you get paid off that money that you put down. If it's 15, 20, whatever it may be. They sometimes have a limit. Usually it's about 15 bucks limit that you get. Minimum, I should say. Okay, that can, but that does that just sit there or is it like... It does until either there's there's um, if an 11 comes out, yeah. I believe. It wipes that money away. Okay. Or now we get into the nitty gritty of what craps is all about. If a four, a five, a six, an eight, or a nine come up, 
then that becomes the point. That's when they flip the hockey puck up and it becomes on. Okay. And you're then hoping that a six, if, for example, that's the one that came up, comes yeah. up again uh, before a seven does. Because a seven then wipes the board clean. The seven is like, oh, seven out, seven out. And that's when you hear everybody groan and, oh, motherfucker. You know, like, seven out is when you get fucked. Because until you're, unless you're just betting that initial come out roll of that pass line bet, basic, that's yeah. it. You don't want seven. When seven, and it's the most common roll that's going to come out out of any dice. Mathematically, seven is the one that comes up the most often. So seven is very dangerous. But you don't want the seven to come out once that point's been established. You want that six to hit again. And that's when everybody, oh, yeah, I'm a shooter. So, you know, like. Okay. So, but, all right. So here's my question then. So you're, say six is the number. Yeah. And you roll. You'll hear the guy saying, shooting for a six, shooting for a six. And you roll a four. Okay. then, Then a four is then established. Do people who have bet. Do they lose the money on their bet? If- no, no. As long as the seven doesn't come out, you're good. Yeah. Things continue. And okay. also, there's what's known as a come bet, where you can C-O-M-E, uh, just making sure your Savage crew of mine doesn't yeah. go into a certain place. The come bet is where you can also bet for an additional point if you want to. So in the four yeah. coming out, in your example, then you have the four and the six that you're playing for. Um, and you can also back odds. In other words, just bet additional money. Yeah. on that initial pass line bet once the point's been established. Usually up to three times your initial bet. So when you're you're betting as the guy uh, rolls... Yeah, or sometimes it's you rolling. <coughs> or you roll... Um, it goes around. Uh, you don't lose money until the seven comes up. That's right. Okay. And then, um, again, if the point hasn't been established yet, the yeah. hockey puck says off then you don't mind a seven because you just get paid on that pass line bet real quick. Yeah, okay. But the big money is when you get paid off the point that's been established. Because like I said, you can back your odds. So let's say your 25 bet, $25 is your initial pass line bet. Yeah. Then once the six gets established, you put another 75 right next to the 25. So that's 100 that you have there on the line. And that all pays a certain, um, you know, payout if that six hits. Yeah. And, um, but the thing that sucks is that seven comes and they rake in all those chips. They rake in all those chips and it hurts. It hurts. So again, I had a bad experience where I like quick as shit, like lickety fucking split. I lost 750 bucks when that was a significant amount of money for me at that time. Yeah. So, um, that like, it was, it was enough of an experience. I took it out of the ATM and went to the casino. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, you have to have a bankroll to be able to get through. You have to be able to weather the storm. But this table was just fucking brutal. Yeah. This this was just a fucking minefield. None of this sounds fun to me. Yeah. So, again, (laughs) that was a real, like, ice bath experience for me, for lack of a better term. Like, I never had the gambling bug anywhere near as much from that point forward as I had prior to that day. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, I enjoy gambling. I think it's fun. I, 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 I get a lot out of playing poker, and I like craps, and I like blackjack. Um, I had a good gambling experience relatively recently where, you know, Chris and I were down in Florida. Yeah. Should we – is she joining us? Or? Yeah, you know what? That's a good thing. We'll, we'll take a quick break um, yeah. in, in a second. I'll finish the story, and then we'll take a quick break and bring Katie on as uh, Beans the cat jumps up and starts looking out the window at the snow falling here in front of Front Porch Studios. So anyway, down in Florida, weather about as far as it could be from what we have I had today. no idea it was snowing today until I walked outside. Really? Because I, I live in that I live in a basement studio. Yeah, yeah. I have no fucking clue. And thought, you didn't, because you don't work in the whole news industry anymore. Yeah, you so, would have known that it was going to snow. Yeah, so I don't, you know, I don't pretend that fucking <laughs> the local weather report is important. Right. Um, so yeah, I... I just thought it was like cloudy because you don't really see snow falling. No, it's true. Um, and uh, I opened the door. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, they they definitely put it out there that this was going to start to fall, but um, they only said about two to four inches. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. how long this continues. Uh, quick quick explanation of the Florida thing. I was down in Miami and I tried to buy some weed from this guy on the street and yeah. he beat me for it. He just took the cash and ran off. Basically. Oh. So I was really pissed. Were you staying in a hotel? 
Um, I was staying in an Airbnb. Ah. So uh, I was pissed and mad that I lost this 50 bucks. Yeah. And I went to the casino about the next night. Won 50 bucks. Yeah. Or I think like 65 at the yeah. blackjack table. He said, Cash I got out. my money back. I said, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I said, fuck you, South Florida. I'm up on yeah. you. And I left the casino. That's Chris, the Chris way was like to do watching it. TV at the bar or something. He was like, you're done? I was like, I'm done. That's the way to do it. Yeah. So, all right, we'll take a quick break and come back with, well, you know what? I never really know whether or not people are going to use their real name or if they're going to have some sort of assumed identity on this yeah. show or whatever. You know, that's sometimes a mystery. So we'll be back, so we'll be with, back with someone. Hitler. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. It's a big get. It's <laughs> a good spot, man. RadioMisfits.com By the way, just one thing I'd like to mention real quick before we get any further. I think on a previous episode, I talked about how Willie Nelson was, like, giving up. Smoking. Yeah, yeah. but he didn't leave the ranks. Because he's still oh, yeah. vaping it or eating oh, it or whatever. Okay, we, we covered that. I think, oh, yeah. I think we did that. Um, so Katie <laughs> is here. Katie's here in Front Porch Studios. Yeah. Bloomfield, New Jersey. The snow is falling. And um, that's kind of funny what happened earlier while Mike and I were recording. Because it's the second time that um, you walked in while I was doing a podcast. Uh, yeah. Like, to, to an apartment, or a house in this yeah. case, but the previous time it was an apartment. Yeah. You walked in while I was doing a podcast, yeah. and I sort of tried to incorporate you into the show, <laughs> yeah. and you were a little bit like... <gasps> Gotta go. Yeah, you were sort of deer in a headlights. It's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Very deer in a headlights? Yeah. Um, Even though I've been... I think the thing is, is like I pester you because it's funny. To actually I never actually thought it was going to happen. Yeah, because I... All right, so first of all, let's get you to come move... No. And I, I'll move. I'll be a gentleman <laughs> and move your chair in while you... <laughs> but move closer to the mic. Oh, okay. And, um, <laughs> so, you know, here's some of the stuff that we have to talk about. First of it's all... It's 2020, by the way. So, that's uh, fucking everyone. People's grandmothers have appeared mm -hmm, on podcasts. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's no... Oh yeah, I'm I, just, yeah. I'll get used to it. I'm just a fucking weirdo. You could totally be this, this like you know the 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 <laughs> odd grandmother of this podcast. That's what's gonna happen. Okay, so good. Just enjoy that. That's what I'm looking happens. for. Um, so we've got some things to talk about. One of them being that Don Imus has died. Dead. Yeah. And I just want to sort of put it out there that it really bothers me that. It, it it said that Don Imus used a racial slur. Yeah, that's... Every time I hear that, I'm like, wait. But no, he didn't. Yeah. And what he did say was something brutish and offensive towards the women at hand. I don't think it, it was that, that offensive. I mean, it wasn't like he, he said that they're murderers or something like that. You're right, but he... He just said that they were those were some a, hoes. It was those a, it were was some nappy-headed hoes. It was just a silly, slangy, it was a silly, comment. slangy comment, Mike. Yeah, I don't give and, a And and uh, the fact that I mean, look, first of all, Don Imus, I've heard a lot of accounts firsthand from people who worked with him who didn't like him. I've also heard people who worked with him that I don't necessarily know or do know that say they didn't mind him or whatever it may be. Um, Leaving that whole aspect of it alone, and 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 the fact that he raised a lot of money for cancer and all this kind of stuff, the whole thing, the fact that was like the precipice of woke culture and everything wrong with it. That was like 
the breaking of the dam where this guy on a fucking morning radio show doing a, a shock jockey show yeah. said yeah, something about silly. you know yeah like oh these are some rough and tumble women who will beat the was, fuck out of you outside of very, a bar it was very silly yeah it was it was an off the cuff remark about like more or less their appearance you know what i mean like his point was they're not going in there with fucking perfect manicures and like you know perfectly braided hair mm. they're going in there to fucking throw some bows and grab some rebounds you know what i mean like that was his point he could have said that if he had said that that day or something and used that as his slangy make a joke about their ethnicity type thing or whatever in a, in a backhanded way we probably wouldn't even be talking about this right now but the fact that he said nappy <laughs> drew attention and i just said I, I remember saying to one of my coworkers, one of the around the time that he died because one of them was very up in arms and all this kind of thing i said if he had said if it was about like the university of tennessee team or something and he said that they were greasy headed white women do you really think we'd be like talking about this right now do people frequently use <laughs> use that as a a derisive. But I mean, I've my never, point is, have you yeah, really? No, do you really? Na like, no, I thought. Like, I thought the whole thing was just. Do you a, often yeah. hear people say nappy? Even. Yeah. No. I mean, well, there was there's nappy roots. Um, but right, uh, there was that group nappy roots. Yeah. Um, I've never even heard of that. Oh no, hell y'all! No, y'all went up and done <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. You don't know about that? Oh no, hell no! Y'all done went and done it now. Oh no, yeah. hell no! Y'all done went and done it now. Oh no, hell no! You don't know that song? I don't know that song. Never really? It's a fucking jam. No. no, but you um, were born sort of early nineties, right? Like ninety three, ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. So oh no, hell no! Y'all done went and done it. You don't know it? No, I don't. Y'all up I'm and went and cool. done it. I think. Um. Now, okay, how about this? Do you know who Van Halen is? Yes. All right. There you go. That connects back to our previous show that we did with the whole Billie Eilish not knowing I didn't listen Van to that Halen. One. On the way here, you've, no, you've never heard this song before? No. Oh, shit. This was a jam. What year is this from? I'm going to say 2002. I'm going to say, like, July of 2002. That's my guess. That's very specific. I'm going to just take a stab at it. Okay. I'm going to have to... The song's going to have to end when I bounce out of this, because I don't have fucking YouTube, or... I don't I don't pay for my YouTubes. All right, let me see. Oh, no. Let's see. Ja Jazzy Faye and Nappy Roots. No. I feel like that is... Something that I... Oh, damn. Released 2001. But I was pretty close. Is it in July? It doesn't say. It just says 2001. In any case, absolute jam. Yeah, it's absolute jam. Um, Chris, did you, do you know the song, Oh, no, hell no, y'all done up and one done it? No. Okay. Oh, shit. Appreciate okay, it, man. Thanks. That's just the hot water? That's just hot water. All right, great. Thank you so much, Chris. No, I'm so No, I'm water. good. Thank you. I'm thank having you. some beers. Um... Yeah, so Mike's going to make himself some tea there. The Chronic Ice Tea. Do you know about that? The new shit, the Chronic Ice Tea? I'm not really that cool. All no. Right. Sorry. That's yeah, why I'm... I'm sorry, though. I'm sorry, though. Yeah, it's, uh, it was house party music back in the... Absolutely. Back in the absolutely. Fucking, By the way, uh, really Mike, as a, as a Cowboys fan, what are your thoughts on the fact that Garrett's going to be the Giants OC now? Um, I, I always like Jason Garrett. Obviously, yeah. he's got, obviously, he's got a history with the... Uh, the Giants a little bit. I mean, so. there's a lot of guys that, look, Wade Phillips among them, are yeah. potentially better as coordinators than they are as head coach. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, you the, happy with the McCarthy hire? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I, I mean, I like, like I said, I like Jason, uh, but uh, obviously it was sort of, I think it was kind of widely agreed upon that if he didn't make a deep playoff run this year, his time in Dallas was... At its end, yeah. um, and with the amount of talent they had, the way they underperformed, he just had to go. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, McCarthy's going to be a fucking treat. I think that's going to work out well. Yeah, my roommate, who is a diehard Cowboys fan, is super pumped about yeah. the trade-off. She keeps laughing at the fact that we got him. I know. I heard her last night saying about that. Like I was like, all right, whatever. It's not that big a deal, really, either way. But I mean, you know, she was she was very pleased. 
oh, that yeah. the Giants now have. Like, in other words, that it, that I don't, it was their problem. I said, look, yeah, I don't, see, I don't see him as a, are, yeah, I don't see him as a problem. I think he's a, a fine coach to have. Um, and he's not the head coach, so. Right. Yeah. What do I, you think of Joe Judge? I don't. You didn't see his press conference? I didn't. I don't. I'm not. Come on, Katie. I'm disappointed in Listen, you. I, I watch it if it's on, but I don't go out of my way to put it on. Right. No, I understand that. Uh, so, all right, we started out this segment talking about Willie Nelson being still a member of the ranks. There's um, stories coming out now talking about how in Illinois, the taxes that they put on their now legalized weed program. Yeah are so intense that there's basically no chance of it competing with the still existent black market for weed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to that, I just want to ask these politicians, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, yeah. why would you basically facilitate after all that we've gone through, after everything that you guys talk about in terms of yeah. restorative justice and potential for tax revenue and all this kind of thing and, you know, get the money back in the mom and pop shops who can do this kind of thing and all this kind of stuff to then go and make it into like a new taxi medallion adjacent type thing where nobody's going to use that version of it. Why? Yeah, it's, that's incredibly incredibly silly. I mean, They're gonna have just to fucking dumb. I, just and fucking eventually, dumb. I guess eventually they'll realize that they probably have to adjust things. I guess so. But I, I think California's running into the same problem. Uh, New Jersey, under the plan that they floated, you know, it looked like it was going to be right on the margin there of it potentially being just the same situation. And you know there's going to get more taxes and more fees tacked on as it gets passed through the legislature. Um, so far, it seems like Colorado is the only one that's really done it with any sort of financial success because i think they focused on actually letting the market just work yeah you grow the business you tax like you would anything else and then you know you, right um but I, and i think people will figure that out like it's just one of those things where if you they haven't done it before so they're gonna have to figure it out uh here's some something we could talk about in terms of sports and katie can can uh weigh in on this Pretend one potentially more well potentially more okay. successful more more comfortably you might okay. on this particular topic so I always find it very annoying, um, sometimes more than others, but sometimes I find it very annoying when your favorite athlete or movie star or musician, whoever it may be, does some virtue signaling. Not a big fan of the, of the virtue signaling. And in this case, it was J.J. Watt who took exception to the fact that a local news affiliate, I think it was ABC in Houston, uh, tweeted out a story that his girlfriend had been traded from the Houston women's soccer league team to some other team. Yeah. But in the caption on their tweet, they said J.J. Watt's girlfriend <laughs> traded yeah. away from Houston soccer team. This has ha uh, happened before. Um, I forget what the, uh, the circumstances were, but it was in reference to uh, an NFL player's um, wife. I think she... Fuck, she did something, but the paper referred to her as wife of okay. whoever, as opposed to just simply focusing Stating her name on or her whatever. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, or whatever the fuck. And people were in an uproar over it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know what? It's a news story. They're reporting on it for a reason. Yeah. No one knows a, who your girlfriend is. Yeah, it's a fact of <laughs> or significance. Or that she even plays soccer. Yeah. Like, a, nobody knows that. Yeah, if you ask the average man on the street what J.J. Watt's wife does for a living fucking nobody's gonna be like yeah. oh soccer it's yeah. women's like, professional soccer in the United States yeah. do you know Talk how about a sport that nobody gives a shit I mean about. if a tree falls in the forest <laughs> yeah I mean even the WNBA you'd have a better chance of somebody knowing yeah, maybe yeah, maybe not <laughs> a better chance at least at no. least with women's soccer people are like <laughs> no. hey the world cup did you guys yeah, know that the uh, WNBA I'm in you know I, only because I believe I only uh, I'll leave it at this do you guys know anything about the WNBA that happened recently I know they signed some sort of new uh, work like labor agreement. oh yeah. look at you the only reason You're basically a feminist but well. <laughs> the only reason I'm even aware of that is because for some reason ESPN considered it breaking news uh, and it okay. came on at the gym. Uh -huh. And I remember looking up and thinking to myself, why the fuck is this breaking news? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really pumped you thought that. Wow. I am. 
I'm really pumped that that was your initial thought. Nobody gives a shit about the WNBA. Because I was actually going to make fun of you for knowing that. I was going to, like, make a joke and say, like, yeah, I'm sure you just happened to yeah. know that, Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a huge WNBA fan. You know, yeah. like, just give you some shit. Yeah. But what <laughs> you really said about, the like, business. <laughs> the fact that you said that it's not breaking, it yeah. just makes it so funny. You really took away <laughs> any thunder for me giving, thing. like, trying to make a joke out of it. I mean, look, unless you, like, even if... Unless the only way that people would know that J.J. Watt's significant other played soccer would be if, if he had a gay boyfriend who played for a team in the MLS. And then just because he was a gay football player who also happened to have a soccer-playing boyfriend, people would know who that was and what was going on there because it would be enough of a novelty. But the fact that you have an athletic girlfriend who plays yeah. soccer, is not fucking, no one knows yeah, that. Yeah, I had no clue. So, it, it, you know, it's not some, like, female thing. It's not like some, like, oh, aggrieved. Not oh, every, not everything. Woman who, not everything is a thing. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no one no one knew that she played soccer. I feel like if at that point you need to stand on your own two feet, like, why ride on his coattails? Like, if that's how people are notice, knowing who you are, like. Right, like, in other words. Like, oh, Katie got traded. Okay, well, I, you don't need to know who my boyfriend is. So you're saying, uh, oh, so you're actually on her side. I kind of am. Wow. Wow. I kind of am. Like, I don't think As the that... the snow you, falls down. <laughs> I, I kind of am. Like, you don't need to ride on the coattails of, like, who you're dating. Like, why does that matter? You so should wait, just so, stand on your own two feet and, you know, well, no, like, it's not, I don't, the fact that you got traded. Uh, oh, so you're... Oh, so actually, no. All right, so I, I, I misspoke or misunderstood. You actually don't like the fact that she was bringing attention or that she anybody complained it? no, no okay. some some news affiliate did and, and tweeted it out and said you know like this is this is, this is a important. news story yeah you might be interested in this but probably just the headline i mean yeah probably just the standard people they wrote a story the like the story yeah. was out there but you know in twitter you get a couple seconds to say hey yeah. look at Here's this thing if you search jj watt more comes up you you got more people searching for jj watt than you do searching for whoever the fuck his girlfriend is yeah. Um, evidenced by the fact that I wouldn't even know who to search for if not <laughs> J.J. Watt. Look, it's not like they tweeted out, J.J.'s twat takes a trot. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's be, not what they said. That would be, be great. I would <laughs> love the New York Post did that. That would be amazing. That's not what they said. No. So, um... J.J.'s twat. How about this? Did you guys see that great viral uh, video, that clip of the Family Feud fail in Canada? <laughs> where the chick thought that it was Popeye's chicken, but it was actually talking about Popeye and how he eats yeah, spinach. Yeah, <laughs> I love that stuff. I'm sorry. Like, I... It's weird because in real time, right, I have a hard time watching game shows where people are struggling or not doing well. Like, it makes it very uncomfortable for me. There's a cringe factor there. Like, you I sort of feel their anxiety great. along with it. But yeah. that that gr- those great moments that result from a performance <laughs> like that, I can really get behind. Really get you really saw the clip? About it. Uh, I didn't see the clip, but I've, I feel like I could have been that person. Okay, like, just so... Just completely misunderstanding and just giving the wrong answer well, very did, so, excitedly. Well, but you, did you grow up watching cartoons and stuff? Yeah, of course I did. Okay, so do you know what food Popeye... Spinach. Eat? There you go. Spinach and olive oil. Yeah, yeah right. 100%. So, so, um... He, uh, well, his girlfriend was olive oil. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, yeah. Same, same. Yeah, but he, um, <laughs> he, right, exactly. The whole thing with, with his storyline. Uh, she, you saw it, Mike, the, the, the whole thing? Yeah, uh, but, like, I get. I love those I things. totally get fucking. I get it, too. I, it's not it's about not easy getting fuck it. up, yeah. It is, it is. <laughs> but that's almost what makes it so great, is that the moment when she kind of, like, understood the, and, again, it just makes me uh, think this fucking character. He's so yeah, he happy. A character? Oh, yeah. He's so He's high happy. as shit. Yeah, is probably. he high as shit? Oh, definitely. Or he's so, just like... Ladies and gentlemen, just, right now outside of my... much fucking fun. Right yeah. now outside yeah, that of Yeah, or he's casing the neighborhood for a robbery later. He's straight up giddy. Yeah, right now, ladies and gentlemen, outside of my studio window, um, which also happens to be in my house, which is not the most encouraging <laughs> thing in the world right now, um, there appears to be some um, inebriated or, um, you know, strange... <laughs> gentleman of some kind what is this white stuff falling from the sky yeah yeah look maybe he's never seen snow before i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna like i'm gonna think and hope that he's from uh costa rica and uh that he's never seen snow before (laughs) 
He should still not be that happy. And, um, you know, it's He does have a Latin American look. There was a little bit of a Latin American flair there. You know, the the, the peppery beard, the somewhat olive skin, he I mean, looks... you know, like the, the curly locks. It could have been. <laughs> yeah, he looks like, like the nefarious friend or brother in like a drug movie like Blow or a yeah. fucking right. yeah. um, Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? Um, a little bit, a little bit of scruffle, and he has that like fe- like feathered nineteen eighties cocaine yep. hair. Yeah, he did actually. That's, yeah. that's a good call. See, the, I I failed to properly sort of like describe the hair really, but uh, the feathery nineteen eighties yeah. cocaine that, that was a good way like, of big yeah. reflective sunglasses. A little bit of white powder in yeah. the top of his mustache. Were you, were, you, were you attracted to him? Was I attracted to him? No, I was yeah. kind of more concerned for him. He's a man of mystery and danger. <laughs> With his giddy smile and like pure yeah. joy at looking at snow. I'm actually kind of glad I didn't see that smile. Really? Even I've in the falling said, snow, he can make the juices flow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, no, you know, what's interesting to me is I've always said that in a weird way, a smile, I and I think this might have something to do with where I come from, like where I was raised. In other words, okay. somebody with a glower or a or a frown or a, um, a displeased expression on their face Just is probably that. actually more normal and accepting mm-hmm. to me uh, and comforting yeah. than someone who's got a smile like that guy oh, yeah. did. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's something very unsettling about that smile. There is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I understand miserable people, happy yeah. people, <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you know they're up to no good most of the time oh, yeah. around here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, about this next item I have here in front of me. Have you guys heard about this? Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a candle. It smells like her pussy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, supposedly she was working what? on... What? Why would she do that? So apparently they were working on some fragrances. She and this uh, candle maker, I guess, that she works with. And uh, she through had her, sex with? Through her lifestyle. <laughs> no, what happened was, through her lifestyle brand, mm-hmm. Goop, or whatever it is, okay. which is especially yeah. disgusting considering the, the subject at hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, no comment on whether or not anything we've t- we've talked about is goopy. I wouldn't know, but <laughs> she has this whole company that sells like lifestyle brand items, and uh, she. Was I don't know if with I would. Buy, I don't know maker. if I would buy Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy, but I could reasonably see buying a pussy scented candle mm. given the right pussy. So you know what's interesting? You know what's <laughs> you know what's interesting is that you bring that up. Because the last episode we did, when I fucking had the mics muted, yeah. we had a hilarious discussion about sex dolls. Oh, getting one of... Um, and how you uh, would have one name? of potentially Ma- Mila Kunis. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, that would be asked, a sex doll to buy, yeah. right? But then you I see? asked him, you know, uh, how weird that would be potentially if he ever came across, like, Ashton Kutcher. Like, if he ever, like, met him. In what, what well, he world? Works in, he works at Sirius, and, like, you know, you never know. Yeah, but what world would Ashton Kutcher come over to your house and be like, why not do you have a sex Not come over to your house. My house. Not, I work, not I, house. I work for a show that interv- we interview a lot of A-list like, celebrities. Like, let's say celebrity. Yeah, but how would so Ashton not, Kutcher find out about your sex doll? He wouldn't, well, but he's, at the same what time, he's saying is, he would know. Well, it, what would it be he like to be in a room with someone... And they don't know that you have a sex doll of their wife at your house. He would know. Oh, I feel like that would have mattered to me. But I mean, how and far I off are we from that? Because scenario, plenty, I, of, plenty of guys who have interacted with Ashton Kutcher have, have probably like jerked, jerked off, off thinking of Mila Kunis. So in other words, he's sort of used to that kind of thing. He, he has to be. Yeah. But I think in the scenario I described, which had me rolling because I'm five years old, oh, I yeah. said, like, what if you got, like, what if for some reason you just blurted it out that you had that? Like, you were so <laughs> uncomfortable about it that you just, like, accidentally said it. And then, like, oh, how amazing. how awful that would be. I feel like he would just be like, uh, cool, man. I don't think I, so. I, I gotta go. He'd definitely say that. Um, but, I mean, yeah. There are, but pretty much every porn star sells, like, a mold of their genitals. Is that something new these days? They do That's that? been going on for a while, actually. Really? Yeah, now I think they're moving more towards, like, full-out real dolls. But, yeah, they sell molds of, uh, sold molds. of their genitals, yeah, <laughs> to make their... Well, I so anyway. You can mold your dick made too. Like if you want to like get one for like your your whatever. Yeah, yeah. I saw some uh, NBA players tweeting about how they were getting their joint molded for their wife uh, over Christmas. They said that (laughs) their joint. Um, But yeah, the the Gwyneth Paltrow thing. The worst thing to be in the NBA and have a tiny dick. (laughs) 
I imagine you're in the minority there. For anyone that was trying to have sex with that's you, that's true. Like, there'd be I a lot of people uh, gonna get a letdown. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that it's like a fifty fifty thing, but I bet there are a reasonable amount. Yeah. Because I've seen I've seen like college offensive linemen who are enormous that have really tiny dicks. Really? Yeah. Is that like a physiological thing? Does that happen? Big fellas. Yeah. It, 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 it has nothing to do with your, like, butt. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, there are, like, fucking... Like, I mean, if you cruise you cruise enough porn, you'll see, like, these, like, little guys with, like, huge fucking rods. Right, right. So you figure it could go the other yeah, way, too. Yeah, so it goes... Yeah, it you goes both ways. You grow in the wrong areas, I guess. Well, it's, yeah, it's really <laughs> unfortunate. Because that's a that sucks. <laughs> Could you imagine just like the biggest dude on the earth with like a little baby micro penis? That's awful. That would be and that's a that really is a, that really surprise. is a thing. I've, by the I've way, seen oh oh oh, right? oh I know a guy who's got a micro dick. Oh, I know. Uh, he was uh, he was an offensive lineman for our uh, two of our three. Actually, now that I think of it, I know a lot of offensive linemen with really tiny dicks, and conversely, <laughs> a lot of defensive linemen with huge dicks. <laughs> Which indicates why they're hunters of the passer. Like, in other yeah, words, they, when they want to sack the passer. That's, that's interesting. They want to get after it. They want to hunt yeah. because they, they're endowed as any, you know, functioning male would be. But now that I think about it, there is a really interesting divide on my college football team between the offensive linemen and the defensive Isn't linemen. Isn't that something? In Isn't penis size, like I, you, it's, I'm going through the fucking list in my head right now. Hold on, I'm watching, and it's literally like we can see him down the fu- down the fucking line on one side and on the other. There are big dicks, and then there are small. Yeah, he's dicks. Go, you can tell he's going through the dossier That's in his brain of, of, the, of the like penile. My, my main question is, why have you seen all their dicks? Locker showers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's just like a thing. I've never, yeah. I've, I've never been in a man's locker room. They just yeah. dicks everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. When you're on a sports team, yeah, especially practice, like a, especially a college sports team, okay. you know, yeah, I know, I know what the locker room rooms, of my friends' dicks looks like. The locker <laughs> okay. rooms have uh, shower rooms. You know, it's not oh. necessarily individual stalls. Okay. Yeah, we used to have a fucking guy who would do handstands in the shower so he could wash his taint underneath. Shut the, yeah, fuck yeah, you know, you if you play a college, <laughs> if you play with a, if you play a college sport, male or female. You know what every single one of your friends looks like, ass naked. Right. And for me, it was uh, I actually in high school, we had uh, football locker rooms that had... Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. And I didn't play wrestling. I didn't wrestle, but uh, there was also wrestling but, locker rooms because that's... You get, but you sometimes he jumped arm. in for the shower mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, that was the first indicator. Um, <laughs> 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 no, they, um, they worry about like ringworm in football and wrestling. So yeah. they, they want you yeah, to fucking shower, shower right. as soon shower as you up. fucking practice because wow. your fucking fungus is disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> you're, um, you're gross. <laughs> yeah, wrestling's really nasty. Yeah, uh, they get staph disgusting. infections yeah, like on the mat and shit. Gross. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow, Her back to that. Candle. She was like making candle ideas with this candle maker. And this fucking sick fuck at one point was like, oh, this one like smells like my, <laughs> you know. And they decided to go with that. She just like, she didn't seek it out, but she found it. They they she were like trying out different scent mm-hmm. combinations, and she said, "This, this one smells, smells like, like my box." <laughs> and they they put it in the box. I mean, good for her. Yeah. Uh, but I thought like a good old school radio bit would be like calling local fishmongers and like angrily demanding that they refuse to work with her on any future projects in terms of making candles <laughs> like calling a local fish market and being like you know like I'm with like How moms like, you? you know like what's that group like moms for America or yeah. whatever and oh then, like, blaming them for providing the raw materials yeah like say yeah. that they must have this provided the raw fault. materials like you must have been giving her fish oils and stuff so that she could make this project yeah and uh Shame. just calling as many as you could until one of them turned into a funny bed I thought that would be like a funny old school yeah you could probably do it with just like a uh, to like a vitamin shop too because of the fish oils yeah like the fish oils like stop selling yeah. her these capsules like we know where you're using them for we know you're doing this yeah um anyway let's see what else do we have here that would uh, almost be like a funny a funny video bit would just be to fucking go into like a vitamin shop with pictures of Gwyneth Paltrow and, and hand hand it to the cashier and be like, hey, look, if this woman comes in 
trying to buy fish oil. Yeah. Turn like, her away. Yeah, yeah. like you call you, like you, like some something along those lines, and like they look. Like, what if the fuck you, are you talking about? If you, you want explain that she's making candles that smell like her pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We should do that. We should totally like go to a uh, yeah. GMC and like just go in there do and it. be like, you know, we demand just to see what the reaction. You stop be. selling. You know. Yeah. And they're like, I, I don't sell it to the- Yeah, the only thing that sucks is this like the way corporate. it works nowadays, I think, and Mike probably even knows a thing or two about this because you're tasked with making these kinds of videos a lot for your job, I think, is you probably have to go to at least a few different places to actually get one person's reaction that was funny. You'd right? have to do, a, uh, you know, yeah, you have to do a bunch and then like- And then maybe two of them would be worth it or something like You'd probably like have to that. blur out the faces. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially because there's people on shift and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. That's the good thing about phone calls, is you can just blitz through them and get a lot of audio. Marathon episode here. We went for about two hours, so we're going to chop it up. This is the halfway point. Tune in in just a few days, most likely, for part two. Heavens now. The most American podcast ever created. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. want to get after it they want to hunt because they, they're endowed <laughs> as any functioning male would the, now that i think about it there is a really interesting divide on my college football team between the offensive and the defensive isn't that something there are big dicks and then there are small yeah, he's dicks. go you can tell he's going through the dossier in his brain of, of the, of the like penile my, my main question is why have you seen all their dicks locker showers yeah. yeah yeah that's just like a thing yeah dicks everywhere uh yeah Thank you. What is honesties? This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you.